This is AgriFutures On Air, brought to you by AgriFutures Australia, driving innovation in Australian agriculture. Hello, I'm Jane Cudahy and welcome to AgriFutures On Air. Originally hailing from the Philippines, Joanna Apina is undergoing a postdoctorate research fellow at the University of Queensland after having wrapped up her PhD at the Graham Centre for Agricultural Innovation at the Charles Sturt University. Joanna previously worked as an associate scientist at the International Rice Research Institute under the Weed Science Group. She's been concentrating on how to suppress the growth of one of the world's most prolific weeds, barnyard grass, with pasture legumes, as it could be a key tool to support the Australian rice industry to improve yield, quality and water efficiency. Thank you so much for joining me, Joanna. I just want to start right at the beginning. Tell me a little bit about yourself and what sparked interest in in this field of research. The main reason is because I eat rice three times a day. So as you know, rice is the staple food of more than half of the world's population. So it is my endeavor to add into this food security program now and in the future. So mainly that's the reason why I am into this. So I just want to make sure that there will be enough food in the table, mainly rice, now and in the future with limited resources, such as water and land and everything that's happening around the world. Okay, so your study is around incorporating legume species into drill sown rice production. So how did you get that specific area of research down? Well, when I came here in Australia, I did a bit of scoping study. So I had an opportunity to discuss with the rice growers in the Riverina in the southeast Australia that they have observed that they were able to reduce the the seed bank of barnyard grass when they put the pasture legumes in the rotation. So that is where it all started that, yeah, probably putting pasture legumes in the rotation could reduce the seed bank of barnyard grass. However, there are no published results about this. There are no publication or there are no studies saying what's exactly the mechanism, what's happening there. Mm Just tell me a little bit about barnyard grass. We know that it's a prolific weed, but in terms of rice specifically, what effects does it have on on production? Well, rice, it has been reported to reduce rice yield here um, in Australia by more than five tonnes per hectare. And it also reduces the quality of the rice in terms of weed seed contamination. So during harvest, it is contaminated with seeds. In addition to that, the cost of controlling barnyard grass in rice is really big. It will be around um, $400 to $870 per hectare. That's the current um, herbicide program for controlling this type of weed in the rice industry in Australia. That's huge. And losing five tonne a hectare to barnyard grass in production is huge too. So you found that there's the emphasis on the suppression of it. It's a major constraint in releasing water productivity gains from drowned still rice. What have been the traditional control methods and how have you moved on from them? So you've just mentioned herbicide. Has that been the major issue for you? 
Yeah, at the moment, that's what farmers are using to control most of the barnyard gas. But before that, actually, there's really not much of a problem with barnyard gas with um, the previous method of aerial sown rice. That is where water is available or water is controlling most of the of the weeds or barnyard grass at the early stage of rice. Okay. But as farmers are moving away from aerial sown rice or the flooded rice into a a direct drill sown rice and a delay in permanent water, because there is less available water, so they are moving away from that, from that flooded system or the aerial sown rice. Because of that, there are more problems with barnyard grass. Because barnyard grass, without that water, uh, it provides a perfect environment for them to grow and proliferate. So it's a it's a bit of a a fallout from being more water, you know, conscious. And we'll come to some of the benefits of of what you've been studying with, with water. But I just wanted to ask, what legumes are you using to suppress it, and how have you how have you worked out the best varieties for that? In my study, I used three types of um, legumes, the Persian clovers, balanza, and subterranean. Based on my scoping study, these are the uh, already what are the farm what the farmers are using to um, rotate with their rice. And we know that legumes, I don't know, beef production, for example, are using legumes in pastures to improve soil quality. So there, are there any other flow-on effects for the rice by using legumes? Aside from my study uh, showing that it has some controls with uh, suppressing the uh, barnyard grass, it, it's actually more of improving the overall productivity, mm-hmm. the overall productivity of the farm. Mm-hmm. So it adds up to the productivity aside from rice of course the the pasture the pasture industry mm-hmm. um, and the sheep of course uh, or the beef or the, the ones that are uh, benefiting from the pasture legumes one of the other concepts to come out of your study was the proven strategies for managing barnyard grass could encourage further adoption of aerobic rice production. So what does this mean? You talked about water management and water conservation before. Was there anything else from that? As I have mentioned, the main constraint in, in adopting this is this um, uh, proliferation of barnyard grass. It's because once you are moving towards this aerobic rice system, you will have you will be facing a problem of um, increasing the seed bank of barnyard grass, and with the increase of seed bank in barnyard grass, with with the limited options to manage barnyard grass, such as only the use of herbicide, there is also this um, there is the chance or high chance of developing um, or the evolution of resistance to herbicides, and we don't want that to happen. Uh, aside from that, that's also a factor why we wanted to uh, control barnyard gas in the systems. In your study, when, you're, when you've been using the, the legumes to suppress the barnyard grass, have you been having to still use herbicides as well as the legumes? I haven't done that, but 
I mean, I haven't actually conducted that trial, but it would be a still a combination of that. It's not entirely not using herbicide, but when in the herbicide program, there is a combination of using both the pre-emergent herbicide and the post-emergence herbicides. So what this particular um, technique or particular strategy is doing is to lessen to lessen the amount or the number of herbicides that needs to be applied. And of course, if you know of organic rice farming, if they choose not to use any herbicides, then they could actually use this particular rotation to reduce or to manage their barnyard grass seed bank. Part of the outcome is improving water efficiency. The Australian rice industry has a new target to reach one and a half tonnes per mill megalitre of water by 2026. So will what you've discovered help growers to achieve this? Well, one of the way to for farmers to achieve this is to adopt the water saving strategies. The water saving strategies that are available for rice growers are one, the direct drill sowing, and another one is the delayed permanent water. In direct drill sowing, there is a saving of two megaliter per hectare of water. And with a delayed permanent water, there could be an additional saving of, of 4.5 megaliter per, of, per hectare of water. So in this water saving uh, strategies, this could be further adopted by farmers if constraints like uh, barnyard grass in the system can be managed. What are growers saying? So can you just explain the, the exact circumstances around some of your trials and, and where were they and, and what, how did growers react to them? Yeah, um, unfortunately, when I was conducting my trial, there was a big problem with water because in 2018 and 2019, there is a severe drought. So in that case, very little number of farmers did actually plant rice. So I I had no chance to actually do it in the field, but I was only, I did it only inside um, uh, the research station at Charles Sturt University. So okay. it's, uh, it's an experimental site. Um, I wasn't able to show it to the farmers also, but I did, I had to, um, uh, during the, um, the rice uh, symposium, I was able to present it to them. So they, the organic rice actually were very excited to hear about it because that would um, probably really help them to manage their weeds in their rice without using uh, herbicides. Yeah, obviously, the organic guys yeah, are not able to use herbicides at all. So this would be quite revolutionary yeah. to what they're doing. Yeah, so... Th- So they are really looking for other or alternative options. You also found that barnyard grass is sensitive to shading. So what does that mean and how would that translate into some of the broad acre rice crops that you see? Well, in that particular finding, when I said that um, it's sensitive to shading, it means that the use or the development or the use or incorporation of weed of rice weed competitive cultivars or rice cultivars that has early vigor can actually outcompete 
your barnyard grass because if barnyard grass is sensitive to shading it it means that um if rice cultivars with early vigor can close its canopy as er earlier it means that it can manage barnyard grass Barnyard grass obviously is an issue in Australia. Do you see the same kind of effects in the Philippines and, and some of those Asian areas where where you grew up and, and you probably know, well, you obviously know quite well? Well, in the Philippines and in Southeast Asia, it's already, it's already a major problem in more than 20 countries around the world. It's already a major problem. It's not just in Australia. It's, um, it's, not, ju- and it's not only in rice. In many crops, it's already a problem. So how do you see this translating? Everyone wants to do more with less water, and we've obviously got our target with the Australian rice industry to improve that. Are your findings translatable to, to some of those other areas? Yes, of course. This can be translated not just in rice. This can be translated in other um, in other crops because this particular study is showing the role of uh, rotation. So this system is not just in rice it's also in other crops and in other countries well joanna thank you so much for your time today and and we'll leave it there okay thank you very much jane you've been listening to agri futures on air a podcast brought to you by agri futures australia for full access to a huge backlog of stories on Australia's agricultural trends and innovations, research outcomes, inspiring stories from our rural leaders and insights into new and emerging rural industries, please subscribe to AgriFutures On Air on your favourite podcasting app. You can also find more information at our website, agrifutures.com.au. Agrifutures On Air.